Hey, do you have trouble sleeping? Then maybe you should check out The Sleepy Podcast. It's a show where I read old books in the public domain to help you get to sleep. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of classic stories like A Tale of Two Cities, Pride and Prejudice, Winnie the Pooh, stories that are great for adults and kids alike. For years now, Sleepy has helped millions of people catch some much-needed Z's, start their next day off fresh, and discover old books that they didn't know they loved. So, whether you have a tough time snoozing or you just like a good bedtime story, fluff up the cool side of your pillow and tune into Sleepy. Unless you're driving, then please don't listen to Sleepy. Find Sleepy on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes each week. Sweet dreams. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder... There are a number of unique ways one chooses to take a human life. But this one, it takes the cake. On May 1st, 1942, a man was hanged after his unique crimes came to light. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Raymond Lasenba, born in 1895, was working as a cotton picker in Alabama when he learned that he was the sole beneficiary of his uncle's $4,000 life insurance policy and moved to Birmingham, changed his name to Robert James, went to Barber College, and at 26, met and married a woman named Maud Duncan. Though their marriage wouldn't last long after she grew tired of his cruelty, quote, kinky behavior, and sadistic sex. Robert eventually made his way to Kansas, where he opened up a barbershop and found himself a new wife. Things went well for a time until a stranger came after Robert armed with a shotgun, claiming he got his younger daughter pregnant. Rather than stick around and see that through, Robert skipped town without his wife and moved to Fargo in 1932, bought another barbershop and married another woman, a woman who he took out a life insurance policy on almost immediately. Three months later, he and Winona Wallace, now worth quite a bit of money, went on their honeymoon to Pike's Peak. Suddenly, the couple's car went off the road. Robert left to get some help, and when everyone came back to the car to help, they found Winona lying partially outside of the vehicle with her head crushed. According to Robert's version of events, the car had skidded off the road and tumbled down the mountainside. He was able to get free and jump about 50 feet from the road, but his poor wife had been trapped inside. The thing was, her injuries didn't seem like they came from the car accident. And for the most part, the rest of her body seemed to not only be unharmed, but lacking in dirt and debris. Not to mention the bloody hammer found in the back of the car and the fact that Robert seemed completely unharmed. 
Thankfully, Winona was able to recover from her injuries after two weeks in the hospital and, none the wiser, she willingly went to a cabin near Colorado Springs with her deadly husband. Not long after checking into the cabin, Robert arrived at the local police station to report that his wife had mysteriously drowned in the bathtub. He said that she must have still been dizzy from her previous head injury and slipped under the water's surface without him knowing. The grieving husband collected the $14,000 life insurance policy and moved back to Alabama where he met wife number four. But when she found out that he was trying to get a life insurance policy on her, she decided to divorce him. According to her, quote, people who get insured die of something strange. Newly widowed and divorced, Robert called upon his nephew, Cornelius Wright, and asked to visit while on leave from the Navy. What Cornelius, who was described in all of the articles as, quote, accident prone, didn't know was that his uncle had already taken out a life insurance policy on him. Borrowing his uncle's car, Cornelius drove off a cliff and ended his life. When the car was checked, a mechanic told Robert that he suspected something was wrong with the steering wheel, causing the wreck that took Cornelius's life. More money in hand, Robert moved to California where he married 26-year-old Mary Bush. Like those before her, Robert took out an insurance policy on his new wife around the same time he realized she was pregnant. Robert insisted on an abortion and had a friend named Charlie Hope pretend to be a doctor. When Charlie arrived at the James home, he found that Robert had blindfolded his wife and tied her to the kitchen table. Together, the men poured whiskey down her throat, telling her it would help with the pain of the abortion, and stuck her feet inside of a box. It was at this point that Robert pulled out two rattlesnakes that he had somehow acquired and put them into the box and left his wife to die. Unfortunately for Robert, when he arrived back at the house, Mary was still very much so alive. Realizing he now had to improvise, he put her into a bathtub, drowned her, dragged her out to a lily pond in the garden, and left her face down in the water so he could discover her the next day. When the police got involved, they simply assumed Mary died after getting drunk and falling into the pond. But around this same time, Robert, now calling himself Major Raymond Lasemba, was arrested for a completely unrelated crime. Police suspected that he was sleeping with his younger niece, which in California was a felony offense. When he was arrested and charged with incest on April 19, 1936, his background was checked and the details of his life all became too coincidental. It was enough to charge him with Mary's murder, and on May 3, 1936, Raymond finally confessed. And on May 1st, 1942, Raymond Lasemba, now referred to as Rattlesnake James, became the last man to be executed by hanging in California. The rope length was misjudged and Ray hanged at the gallows for 10 minutes before taking his last breath. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on May 2nd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.